0: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Fantasy Football Frenzy.
2: Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Coming up on the program for the next hour, we. I'm a little bit into the FSTA draft and see if we can find some 2018 potential breakout candidates. Plus, we'll have the normal shenanigans that we have on a TI Thursday, all leading you up to 2 p.m. on the East Coast when the best friends forever come into Studio 34. 844-844-36879, telephone number to get involved with the program. Outside of breaking that down and getting into that stuff, I think I want to start today after we introduce the gang. I want to start with... A little bubble burst for the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. Matt Medica, good morning. Well, good afternoon, sir. How you doing? How's everything going, buddy?
0: Uh, I'm doing wonderful on this glorious day in the city. I should have went to the Bronx today, though. Paxton uh, and uh, Severino. I would, yeah, it was. Shame you should have me. went Shame to the
2: Bronx today and seen a, a world a world champion <laughs> in the making with the New York Yankees. 28, the quest for 28. Matt Medica, don't be upset about that. All-in kid, Jake Seeley. What's up, my man?
3: What's going on? If, if you want, Matt, I can turn my camera towards my TV so you can watch the game.
2: We'll get Matt Medica set up so he can watch Paxton and Severino go at it. Jake, I was talking about the came okay, out throwing water on your parade, man. It's Jameis Winston story. I know Jameis is a guy you wanted to go back to this year, but, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot to unpack. But first, the potential level of suspension for Jameis Winston, what do you think?
3: Yeah, it sounds like it could be three games. It sounds like, at minimum, it's the first week. If it's just week one, I'll still take Jameis Winston. I'll keep taking Jameis Winston, and I'll just make a concession and we'll either wait till the beginning of the season to pick somebody up or spend my 14th-round pick on another quarterback that's still sitting there. I, heck, I'd even go to Dak Prescott for one week. The fact is, is the, the, Jameis Winston, if it's three games, this is a different story. And like you said, I'm sure we could get into all the intricacies of that, the NFL with the whole situation. Like I, I just... I would like to see, look, I'm all for the NFL doing what they're doing. Like, no matter what it is, especially if it comes to domestic violence, take a hard stance. I, I say throw people out of the league if you have to. And just, they need to make a change with that. That all being said, because of the day and age we're in now, and now it's in this type of situation, if we start going down this false accusation route, which is people trying to get back at other people. I mean, it's not Winston's not the first person, and Winston's not the first person in sports. We've already seen one thrown out where it was all just he, the the girl was proven that her story didn't hold up. She was lying. She told her friends to lie and all that type of stuff. I mean, you can go back to the Ezekiel Elliott case. The thing with Ezekiel Elliott is they found other things too. What I'm saying is if they find that there's nothing here, there's zero evidence, I would also like to see the NFL go the other way and say, you know what, we have nothing to suspend you for.
2: Exactly. That would be something nice too as the legislative branch and the NFL gets involved with an incident that took place in March, March 2020. 2012. 16. Nah, it wasn't that bad. March 2016. 16. Listen, James Winston and the Buck organization, they said last year, okay, you're investigating. Hey, give us an answer, for Christ's sakes. Would
0: you refer to the NFL as a communist state?
2: <laughs> it is. The NFL, the investigative branch of the NFL. That's why Jerry Jones was so upset with them last year. He was like, when did the NFL get into the business of investigations? Matt Matika though, listen, James Winston, three game suspension, if it does fall out and shake down that way. Oh, you, first of all, you're going back in on James this year. Uh, I, I think his price is
0: pretty suitable, right? Exactly, it's, I um, like it. It's uh, based on price, why not? Uh, is he going to be a guy that's going to be leading most of my teams? No. I don't know. Cause I think there's a lot. We're seeing it move further and further back with the quarterbacks. There's so many good quarterbacks. That's why I do prefer that six-point passing. Lead. That's what I basically play in. Yeah. And even myself, who's been apt to take a quarterback early in the past, I'll probably hold
2: on a little longer this season as well. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I'm going to have places where I go early. I'm going to play places where I I go late. I definitely want to get some action. Here's the
3: thing, Corey, is if it is three games, now you have to talk about pushing back Mike Evans and the other potential ramifications. So whether, you know, Godwin, I think the biggest factor is here. It's Mike Evans. If it is the first three games, you have to talk about three games of subpar quarterback play.
2: Do you think that, um, I think, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitz Magic is serviceable, especially if you got to get him out there for three games. That was, that
3: was a few years ago. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I, I think it's, you know, rip it, rip it. You know, kind of like just chuck it up there with him. Kind of now, I mean, which could benefit a, a Deshaun Jackson. Let it wait. Right? Let it fly. Uh, my question would be: looking at, so say, it is
2: three games. Obviously, Mike Evans takes a hit. Does Ronald Jones gain any value? And that's where I want to start at right here, and i bring it back to you, the all-in kid. Um, So round four of the 14-round FSTA Experts draft, we have a player that could potentially be a breakout in his rookie year. We've seen rookie backs go from – the, you know the early to the middle part of the draft and jump up into that first round conversation one year or well, one one year after they after they make their, their debut going into his second season next year this time are we going to be looking at a guy like Ronald Jones that could be a first or second round draft pick the rookie running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is this going to be a breakout type year for him at least for fantasy purposes
3: I think you could be looking at him as a second-round draft pick. I don't think he quite gets into the conversation with the other top guys. I think he kind of ends in the conversation of like the Leonard Fournette, uh, probably even like slightly behind him. Because if Leonard Fournette plays sixty, if he's healthy, Leonard Fournette's going to push his name into that conversation with the the top end guys. I think so. He's he's kind of in that turn uh, early second-round conversation just because. I like him. I'm a big fan of his talent. I've been taking him in a lot of drafts. It's the fact of what are the Buccaneers going to do? Are the Buccaneers going to let him be a workhorse? Or are they going to try and treat him as... He's still a workhorse in essence from week to week of always getting 15 plus touches. But there's a difference between 15 plus and getting him around 20 every single week. And I think that's the difference I think they see him as more of the 15 guy like the Lamar Miller, which Lamar Miller. Let's go back to the Dolphins. When Lamar Miller was only touching the ball 15 times a game, he was RB9 and RB7. I mean, you can be an RB1 if that's your uh, basically that's your, your good low. area, your, your, your sweet spot, basically. What
0: do you think, Matt? Yeah, well, the thing, too, is I know Charles Sims is somehow still on this team. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, I don't know if he's got a contract for life with Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
2: But I think he's going to be in the front office when he retires. Hell, hell yeah.
3: the Raiders brought in the, the Doug Martin. The, the, the Buccaneers running backs have something in the league. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> look, I, I think
2: you got to like the situation. The
0: running back situation hasn't been a, a profitable thing out no in doubt. Tampa. And so, yeah, I, I think he's that right now in, in that RB2 range, you know, probably lower end right now and see – I'd have him, at worst, he's a high-end three, if you want to go that route, depending upon how you, how you view certain other running backs. But I'd put him somewhere in that 20 to 24 range uh. Uh, right about now. And just to piggyback off of what Jake said about Leonard Fournette, what I find interesting is out of the six backs that had 300 touches or more last season, five of them played at least 15 games. Fournette had 304 touches in only 13 games. So if, yep. It's always going to be, can he stay healthy? And if he stays healthy, I he's going to be a beast. He, I have him 10th right now. And I, in the article, I handed, to, I handed it to Scott. That, I might be too low on him. All
3: right. And hey. let's, Matt, talk about the other factors he gets disrespected in the PPR because people don't realize he caught almost three balls a game.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, there's a lot to like. I just, my only fear is that this ankle
2: foot thing is a chronic. Right, right. All right, 844 843 Telephone number to get involved. Fantasy football frenzy. But tonight. Here in the city, hey, somebody, um, what's, hey, what's the young fella downstairs, um, with the glasses and the polo on? What is it, Rocco? Send Rocco upstairs for me, please. Um, I tell him to. I thought it sounded like a Rocco. You Rocky, send you, Rocky.
3: You don't know these guys?
2: I'm very busy in the morning time. Rocky, <laughs> got,
3: Rocky to me I got, is like Rocco,
1: I got Rocco's Modern what's Life like over here.
2: <laughs> I don't. I'm. Every everybody name. I can't. I have a lot of stuff going through my mind. You know what I'm saying? As you guys can imagine. <laughs> um, I
3: just yeah, saw. To, to what Matt said, though, the, real quick, just to finish that, up, that, that is a legitimate concern. Is His ankles, both of them, they just yeah. all the way through college. Like, Leonard Fournette's an ankle breaker, but it's his own ankles. <laughs> that's
0: a
2: good one, Jake.
0: Yeah, that's a good it's one. It's that 1 o'clock, having to wait for that game time decision. that
2: You don't want to have to deal with that. That's that. one of the most
0: dreaded things in fantasy.
2: No doubt about it, because you want to have a good, fresh, clean Sunday morning. All right, so tonight we got the first annual Cotton and Friends bowling tournament. You know what I'm saying? Team build, bowling celebration. Herb
3: Pavona was the favorite.
2: I, well apparently so, you know what I'm saying? Well, I have my I, I got my squad set up, situated. Well every guy we got four teams. It's Team Carton. Come on sit over here, young man. Team Carton and then it's team um Michelle, it's Team Bones and it's Team Corey. Now, well team I, Michelle should be called See, yeah, you're right. You're right. It is, should be. <laughs> is,
3: is Mike is Mike bowling? Because I thought Cardano would be sneaky good. Like I, I can just see him. Right. Like I he's, think he just coming he's to, to the party event. Guy.
2: The party atmosphere. Like we're gonna have some little, you know, whatever. have a good time. You he know was what fantastic saying? in Kingpin. We could be late tomorrow morning. You know what I'm saying? That's how much of a good time you plan on having down there tonight. But I got to get. I'm, I have to. I need a female for my team. I'm short of female, so I'm going to peruse the restaurant, see if I can get somebody to, to come play with me. How <laughs> you, how, how, how you doing, oh, young? young what, Rocco or Rocky? Call
1: me Rocky, Matt.
2: Uh, my name is Corey. Nice
1: to meet you, Corey. Uh, well, you've met me already. Well, it's nice to meet you again. All right, well, good.
0: Now, Did, did you happen to remember his name?
1: Well, actually, I met him a few years ago. A, oh, where did you oh, meet you me a few th- years ago? You were at uh, Iona. Oh, that's He's right. right Iona Fantasy, show. fantasy yeah. with uh, yeah. Adam. Yeah, with Adam yeah, Rose. I helped out uh, with the production.
2: Yeah. Now you said that you were you there the one time I was there? You know, do you know Jake Seely?
1: Yeah. You no, know, well, I, I worked
2: with
3: him via email, I never. Like, oh,
2: you um, worked with him yeah. via email. So you weren't never, there when I was there. No, you weren't. Oh, uh, you weren't. I was um, gonna
3: say because I don't recognize him. So all right. Oh no, I remember. Yo, you said versus email. You were the intern. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: you were the intern. He don't. Yeah, he don't have headphones way. on, but I'm telling you what Jake said. So Jake does yeah. remember tell, you. Tell
3: tell him he was uh, he was one of the two quality people. He so he said Jake said that. look at that. Jake said
2: you were one of the two quality people that were there. So they that that's good for you. Now hey, I Jake. found it interesting. You were downstairs. You were talking about um, you were. Going, you do were doing a major league baseball stadium
1: tour. Oh uh, yes, I'm doing it with my dad. It's Called Thirty for 30, uh, 30 for Thirty, kind of like the ESPN documentary. Yeah, but I'm um, trying to see all thirty major league baseball stadiums. All right, as a uh, Bon Jovi song, you know, oh, we're halfway. Don't there. sing, son. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. Yeah, don't. But um, I'm half one. Don't the journey's half complete.
2: So you've been. Yeah. So tell me the fifteen that you've been to.
1: you Want me to just name it by city or just stadium?
2: Son, just Either. tell me the, the, the stadiums or you've or been to, son. Right. The city Stadium, Yankee, I don't care. Yankee
1: Stadium, obviously. City Field. All right. Rogers Center in Toronto. All right. Fenway. Oh, that's How that was Fenway? I always neat. wanted to go to Fenway. Go ahead. Neat. It's old, but. Uh, that's my favorite. Citizens Bank Park in Philly. Citizens in Philly. That's a close one, too. All right. My uh, personal favorite, Camden Yards in Baltimore. I
2: am also, my favorite ballpark is also Camden Yards. You we're on the oh, same page. There we go. I love Camden Yards. What uh, else?
1: Nationals Park in D.C. Okay, Nats Park, all local. alright ENC Park in uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. All right. Kind of mm-hmm. local. Right. Aggressive Field in Cleveland.
2: Okay. Uh, the old, the former Jake. The I've, I've field. been to all
3: these except uh, for Safeco the field in
2: Phillies. Seattle. Everything, everything except the Phillies. Okay, Safeco in Seattle. Never
3: there.
1: AT&T, right. Giants, San Francisco.
2: AT&T, you've been to San Fran. All right, and what else?
1: Oakland Coliseum in Oakland.
2: That one smells like urine, but I that understand. That was a dump, yes. <laughs> All right. I'll,
1: tell you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a funny story about that. Just tell me the team, son. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hold up on that story, but I'll yeah. tell
2: you. <laughs> Just tell me the team, right. son. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. Okay.
1: Dodger Stadium.
2: Oh, Chavez Ravine. Yes. All right, okay. And?
1: Angel Stadium. All right, and okay. uh, Petco Park in and uh, San Petco Diego. Petco
2: Park in San Diego. All right. So you took. So now, did you do the West Coast teams all like the same trip? Yeah. Because I'm trying to think. At some point, this is going to get expensive. And yeah. where where are you getting this money from? You're a student. Where are you getting this money uh, from? That
1: was actually a high school graduation game. Oh, really? Yeah. I your, graduated, parents, your parents
2: s- sent you to Petco Park for high school graduation?
1: No, it was just. Um, I talked it over with my dad. You know, the summer before, and I was like, oh, you know, I always wanted to go to California as a kid. Yeah. So He's like, you know what? Since we're trying to see the stadiums, why don't we just do that as well? Alright, cool. so Seattle was a little extra, but you know, I always wanted to go to California.
2: So your pops is going, to, is doing the stadium tour with you. Yes. Alright, that's cool. What does he do for a living?
1: He's an electric engineer. Alright, where are you at? Uh, in Mount Vernon, New York. Small, okay, small engineering company.
2: Money in Mount Vernon. I'm, yeah. I'm very familiar with Mount Vernon. You live in Mount Vernon?
1: Yonkers, which is next town over. So
2: you YO Yonkers. Yeah. You a big Locks guy? Locks guy? Locks the Locks. Jada Kiss. You know mm. what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The rap group the Locks yeah. from Yonkers. Yeah. Dmx before no, no, your no, no, time. No, Ask DMX, him the other yeah.
3: two rappers. No, no. Ask him the other two. Jay the Kiss, Styles No, Pete. ask him. No, ask him. <laughs> oh.
2: oh, you that's good thinking, Jake. Do you know who the locks are? Give me the locks, the, the locks jam. Tell me, tell me what you know about the locks since you're from Yonkers.
1: I'm not that familiar with them, but I know like DMX and all
2: that. Okay, DMX is also from Yonkers. All right, cool. So you're not into hip-hop, are you?
1: I listen to it here and there. I don't really have a preference for music. Really, you don't? You just like whatever's okay, hot? If, it's, if it has a good beat, I'll, I'll jam to it. All right. Where do you go to school at, son? Uh, Iona College. I'm in a master's program. You told me this a million times.
2: <laughs> you, you leave vaporizers alone. Um, so you go to Iona, and you're in the master's program. You want to be a journalist, huh?
1: You broadcast media, whether it's you know, on camera, you know, or kind of like what you do. or just What do you even,
2: mean, kind of what, like what I do?
1: Like, kind of like uh, you know, being a radio host. Okay. Or just even being behind the scenes with the production. Well, you want like to be I'm in front now. of the
2: microphone, son. What's that? You, you seem like you want to be in front yeah. of a microphone. You talk a lot. Thanks. Yeah, no which is a
1: good thing if you want to be in front of the microphone. You know what I'm saying? So so
2: that, what, are you doing any stadiums this summer?
1: I don't know. I, I haven't really talked it over with my dad, though, but maybe if something comes about. Yeah. Always, but my top three stadiums I haven't been to that I want to go to is Coors. All River, right, yeah. Wrigley. Got to go to Wrigley and uh, Minute Maid in Houston. All right, cool. Well, That'll
2: be fun. You should take him under your wing in your protege project. I should, I should. I should. You, would you like to come and be underneath my wing? Sure, why not, man? I'll make sure I put the in on. No, I'm just... just <laughs> 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 that was a good one. Sorry. I, maybe, but, uh, nobody thought that was funny. <laughs> All right, that's cool, though, son. All right, so cool. I'm glad that you're here, and I'm glad you're doing this stadium. Too. I've always wanted to do something like this, but I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to get the money from. Man, I can come work for your pops. You're welcome. I, I got... I'm from 2 o'clock on. I'm free. You coming out to bowling tonight?
1: I have a class tonight. Oh, is that... Don't worry about I, don't that. I, I don't know if I couldn't. Don't worry about that class.
2: This is more important than that class. A team building exercise with your coworkers is more important than class. And, and
0: also, according to uh, Jake, the rest of the people that I own are just savages. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're yeah. already
2: yeah. the best
1: student there. <laughs> it's good. All right, All right so, son. Um, I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll try to make it. I'll try to try it come out to the bowling joint tonight.
2: All I'll put more, a, right. You
1: drink beer? Oh, yeah.
2: All right, cool. I'll put a beer aside. You like pizza? I guess college student. You oh, would wait, like does drink or is he
3: drink beer? Does he drink that Sicilian? like hipster IPA? Oh fruity, yeah, Are you Am I Sicilian? I said, do you do Sicilian? Oh no, why do you, oh, no, I was saying, why nah, you think nah. I'm Sicilian?
2: Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I do Sicilian slices. I am. Are you like an IPA drinker or like a, a domestic or you a beer snob or do you? I, I just prefer beer,
1: man. I'll just do beer whatever. Miller Lite.
2: is the correct answer. Rocco. Rocky, excuse me. It's Ti I Thursday. We come back on the other side, start to break down some more of these potential breakout candidates for 2018. It's the fantasy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio.
1: most important thing you can do today. How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org.
2: T.I. Thursday, Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on S Y Radio. I'm Looking forward to the bowling tonight, Matt. So am I, I. So am I, yeah, Bowling
0: not. and Miller Lite.
2: I don't like Miller Lite. That's the cowboy beer. Uh, I, I love Miller Lite. Really? I don't like that. A couple of shots of Jameson? And I can do the shots and all, right. all of that. Cordell Stewart, Greg. Um, I'll do the shots and all of that, you know what I'm saying? But Miller Lite is um, what not. What T.I. song was that? That was on. That's for one of the newer T.I. albums.
3: Okay, I haven't heard a lot of the newer stuff. You see, Stanton tried to go back to back with Judge and got robbed. Oh no, I didn't see that. So Matt, you missing the good ball game?
2: I am. I am. Stanton hit a hey, two-run
3: John. bomb, and then Hanniger <laughs> all atop, over the walls, robbed Rob Stanton, dead center.
2: <laughs> Matt, you missed a good one. I think
0: maybe for the uh, BFFs, which I'll make my debut on today. Maybe we put that on the big.
2: If you get a chance, sweetheart, I have a question for you. Are <laughs> you getting invited to the- What Can you bowl? <laughs> okay, I was. That's what the question was going to be. <laughs> what is your average score in bowling? <laughs> uh,
3: you should have, hey Corey. You should have flew me up, man. That could have been your ringer. That, we could have did
2: that. So my team on my squad, I got, I got Frank, right? I got Frank. It's it's me, which I'm decent. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a scratch golf I'm I'm a scratch bowler. What, there's this is the this is scratch. Bowl. What do you usually bowl? <laughs> huh? What do you usually bowl? I'll get over 100. How far? Over 100? It depends on, it depends on how I'm feeling. Like how, if I, it depends on how the drinks are flowing, to be honest with you. Like, okay. if, if, I'm, if I'm sober and feeling good, you know what I'm saying?
3: Sounds, sounds like, yeah, like I said, it sounds like you should have flown me up, man. I usually average between 160 and 180. Hold on, hold on one second, Florio. What did you say, Jake? I said I usually average between 160 and 180. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I told you you should have brought me up.
0: That
2: would have been nice. what, you about, what about you, Matt?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's probably been like a dozen years since I bowled. But yeah. like The last time I did, I had like probably the greatest night of my life bowling. Oh, it was, and I was very enhanced that night.
3: All right, good, good.
0: So maybe it was like the Keith Hernandez under the influence like when he won MVP. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Keith, Keith was uh, he was definitely getting it done too. All right. So and then so it's me, Frank, and then I have um, it's me, Frank, and Lou. I got Lou. I got Lou with, got Lou with me. How many on a team? Is it four? It's four on a team. You I, I gotta find a third person. What about I don't think king? it matters. How is the king not at this event? A kid that he was on. He, he was on the email. He was on the email that I
3: sent out. Let people know it was going to be. I'm going to expiate
0: him next time we have a phone call. Oh, so anyway,
3: you, you have Lou. It doesn't matter. You like think, doesn't that like you automatically win? No, nah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't
2: think it's going to go down like that. I don't know if Lou can bowl or not. I don't think Lou's a good bowler. No,
3: no, no. I meant like. You, you, Oh, another home run for the, for the Yankees. Look at the, the Bonks' promise, Matt. And you are. Okay, I'll take it. And you are with a two-run. Just snuck over that stupid wall in right field. But anyway. Uh, Don't hate on <laughs> look, I was just Damn. saying. I feel like Lou would get you to win anyway. Maybe ask, like, oh, look, extra 100, 100 extra hundred points, here's 100 bucks. Oh, yeah, you're right.
2: <laughs> Who's ever paying for the beer can win in my life. hey There you go. <laughs> whoever's fun, whoever's footing the bill, you are yeah. always going to be the winner. All right, let's get back into some fantasy football talk, fellas. I want to hop in with Alex Collins running back for the Baltimore Ravens. Listen, Matt, we Jake said it. We said it on the program last year. He goes in the third round of the FSTA draft. I like Alex Collins. Listen, when the sun popped last year, people was like, yo, go pick up Alex Collins. I was like, hell no. I'm not fooling around with that Baltimore backfield. Alex Collins, Alex Schmallins, forget about it. Well, Two or three weeks later, I was like, "I wish I'd have picked up Alex Collins." I'll, I'll give uh, I'll give
0: Jake the credit on this one. He did say in the preseason that it's probably going to be somebody that we do not expect on the Ravens.
2: <laughs> yep, and that's what it, that's <laughs> exactly what happens Every with the Baltimore year. Ravens. But this <laughs> year, Alex Collins comes in as the favorite in that backfield. But uh, don't forget about Kenneth Dixon. What do you think, man?
3: Uh, I still you know, got to go it.
0: with uh, Alex. Collins. Is, is Kenneth Dixon is his suspension through? You guys, know, no, yeah. that's not the issue. Here is the
3: issue, Matt is, and again, it's only beat reporters and beat reporters usually don't know more than we know i mean we we all base the stuff off of the talent i was talking about this earlier today at the on target with uh, adam rank and i was saying like we talk we evaluate as much as they do and i don't think they they really have that much inside information but all that being said the main beat writer for the ravens listed the 53 man roster and left kenneth dixon off
2: really oh okay yeah. that's that's interesting right there that that really opens it up for Alex Collins. Alex Collins ran well last year. No, he did. I he, was impressed, he man. He did
0: run very well. Uh, I mean, let's see how this offense turns out. Uh, I know you guys are pushing the Lamar Jackson, and when you start reading what's going on in camps and stuff and they're letting Lamar Jackson have some run at the fir- first offense, I still think it's going to take Flacco to really fail, which is a possibility.
2: It very well happen.
0: Yeah, it could very well happen. The once elite, Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah, the once elite. But, you yeah, know, I mean, for me, Collins is in that group, uh, you know, high teens around, you know, anywhere from that 17 to 20 kind of range.
2: And he, if it's, his, if it's really his backfield, but he could even move. A little run there. pass option with Lamar Jackson. I'm, let's dial that up. You know what I'm saying, Jake? Let's My only dial question, some RPOs yeah, with Alex Collins and Lamar Jackson.
3: And that's fine. Like The biggest thing that Alex Collins, my biggest concern with him has always been the pass catching ability. And I think for everybody that hates on Jordan Howard, we have to recognize the same thing with Alex Collins is he's just never going to be that good of a pass catcher. So they're going to keep somebody in the mix. It sounds like Buck Allen's the next man up. The part of that article that I find intriguing, I haven't pulled it up yet today because I only saw it about an hour or two ago was that Kent, because people were tweeting the part about Kenneth Dixon not being on the roster is I don't know who the third is then because you have Buck Allen, and like I just pulled it up because I thought I was crazy, but uh, I couldn't think of who the third might be. And it's Gus Edwards, Delance Turner, and Mark Thompson. Gus Edwards. I mean, exactly. Maybe, yeah, uh, exactly.
2: Maybe Danny Woodhead's <laughs> coming out of retirement. <laughs> Please don't bring Danny
3: Woodhead back because then Matt's going to be drafting him again.
1: <laughs> I gotta tell you. So,
3: here, here's what I'll say I, the, the thing that's keeping me hesitant on Collins, too is because of this backfield and the Kenneth Dixon situation. Like, if you told me today, and we said, Kenneth Dixon's making the team. He's in contention to be the backup. He's going to be the pass-catching option. I'd be like, fine, I'll draft Alex Collins. My concern, actually, with the Kenneth Dixon part of it is DeMarco Murray's still out there. And what if they bring in DeMarco Murray to be the complement? And now you're looking at a 50-50 instead of, like, a 65-35 backfield.
2: That's right, DeMarco Murray. I've been drafting him in some drafts, too. He be sitting there... 14th, 15th round, I'd be like, what? I'm Didn't he turn like, down the,
3: uh, the Saints? They the L3 Saints, be, but that's the thing is because he wants, he doesn't want to be behind both of them. He wants an opportunity where he's at least the 50-50 option. I
0: get that, but you got four games to kind of audition yourself. It trails free well. to, uh mm-hmm. To do that? Yeah, but oh, he, and that's he, the next trainer.
3: Do you really think that the Saints were going to Wally pip Mark Ingram, though, after last year?
0: I don't think they're going to Wally pip him, but I honestly, I I just don't trust Peyton. It's always going to be a committee. Like, as much as Kamara gets a bump with with Ingram out for these four games, there is going to be somebody else involved in that backfield. That's just the way it is pretty much year after year under this. And whoever's there produces, it's usually one or two. At at the end of the season, except the for Adrian Peterson, yeah. All right,
2: yeah. It's up for Adrian Peterson, AP. But
3: yeah, it's funny you say that, Corey, because I've done four drafts within the past week. Demarco Murray hasn't been drafted in any of them.
2: I love Demarco Murray going in for free because somebody, like he's Prescott. going to play this year.
3: Hey, Jake, with the Dak Prescott already. All right, enough. Okay,
2: <laughs> <laughs> enough with the Dak Prescott. Y'all going to be? Watch, y'all going to be coming to me at the end of the season, like Corey was right and give me and, and giving me my props. So. There you go right there. All right, so let's get back um, back to this. Will Fuller, what do you think? What you, what you think? Uh, maybe not so much. Maybe he's not going to be like the 2018 breakout player. I get that. But Will Fuller had some moments last year playing along beside uh, Deshaun Watson. Now, he was really touchdown dependent, but he was scoring touchdowns. It's
0: the home run to fly ball theory. When, that's in, right. In, in, that's like the your theory. theory. Yeah, that's my thing. Look, I really like Will Fuller. I like the fact that his quarterback is willing to throw him the damn ball down the field. That's that's the first process you need to happen. Uh, the quarterback willing to make those throws, and as proven uh, last year, Watson was. The early reports out of camp is fully looks fast and all that. The recovery seems to uh, happen. So I just wouldn't be taking him in like the fourth round. I think that's that's a little too too aggressive. No, that is. Uh, He's uh, like a wide right. receiver three. I know, would say a wide four, receiver four. You know, yeah. like that, that, that second hand. You know.
2: Second half wide receiver three, high end four. Dick, you going to get in on this? You going to get some Will Fuller love on your teams this year?
3: No, so my problem with Will Fuller, you know, is his hands. And I said that since he was drafted. I said that since he was in Notre Dame in college. is Will Fuller with the hands. It's just the hands, the hands, the hands. Good God, it's the hands. But at the same time, it's Deshaun Jackson. It, it, that's that's really who he is. It's like that, that big play. It's peaked Deshaun Jackson. You're going to enjoy it quite a few weeks. There's going to be a lot of equally frustrating weeks. And then there's going to be weeks where he's just fine as your wide receiver four. Yes. I'd ideally want him as my wide receiver four. I think you might be able to get away with him as your wide receiver three in non PPR because that's Deshaun Jackson is that you wanted him as your three. Cause you get those high weeks and you can live with the bad ones. Uh, the other problem is uh, I get the damn five off the back of your jersey. I'm so tired of this stuff. You don't like that number for him. No, no, I don't know the the Fuller Five. There's not four full. There's not four Will Fullers playing in the NFL. We know who you are. I'm so tired of these numbers and <laughs> but the he juniors. Be, he you. Yeah, no, I I'll agree like, on that. Like you want to like, be like junior- Gurley two. It's you, not even Gurley Junior. It's Gurley two and Ingram two. I'm like the second. If if
0: you want to have that like your first year, I'll allow it, like a junior or whatever. After that, when you're style, like Odell Beckham. I don't want to hear anybody refer to him as Odell Beckham Junior. He's Odell. He's just Odell. Yeah.
3: And you know what? The, you know where this started with? You know who? Freaking Titus Young the fourth. I remember
2: Titus That's Young the, start the fourth. That's all this
3: nonsense.
2: Talk about it, he never scored a fantasy point. Well, he <laughs> did, but it never was one that anybody saw it coming.
3: Oh, Corey, you know what you just reminded me of? What's up? Did you see? Did you see the tweet and the comeback at Reggie Bush the other day? Oh, I did not see it, but I heard about it. That was legendary. Oh my God, this, this is a story, so awesome. Tell the story, Jay. Have you heard about this, Matt? No, I have not. So. Reggie Bush goes on this long tweet and he's like if your job at the restaurant is to bring out food and everything like that and it's not and it's it's not hot when it's supposed to be hot it's not cold when it's supposed to be cold and you can't bring it out and do that properly I don't know what your problem is you know you bring out the food and it's lukewarm I even send it back and you bring it out and it's even colder how can that be the case and somebody responds back and says well I drafted you and you got me negative three points for an entire season some people just suck at their job
2: son that was the ultimate burn right there the uh, ultimate burn the uh, ultimate troll drop I love it That's it, it, good you you Go
0: on Twitter, and you you, know, yes. you have to be ready to take it exactly. Reggie Bush, the highest paid college football and player, he, of he all... got like 12 million dollars for what was it? I forget, yes, which, which stadium the Rams. it was, St. It was Louis. Yeah, Louis. But he
2: also is the highest paid college football player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he <laughs> eclipsed uh, Eric Dickinson <laughs> at some point. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did eclipse Eric Dickinson. Eric Dickinson was getting money, uh, yeah. you, was also, I mean, you, gotta, you
3: gotta gauge you got for one inflation. Of the legal <laughs> plays for a championship, too. The Bush push. Oh come on, this Notre Dame stand right here. Come on, man. It was a push. Every like, not even Notre Dame people admit it. Everybody except for it, his it was a push. It. I mean, I'll, I'll just be honest. I was By looking the way, at this, the speaker he's just went deep. You're missing a home run barrage today.
2: Oh wow, Matt. You should we should have sent you out there as our correspondent. I was actually looking to go there for strikeouts.
3: Yeah, so I
0: wanted to go for the pitching okay, yeah, match. Okay,
2: Severino <laughs> going for the long ball.
3: That's um, what I was thinking too. But apparently, that's uh, out the window. Right? Hey, Utah Matt, come upstairs right quick. Utah Matt.
2: Um, so, what was I talking about? You talking, Matt? Oh, Jake, I forgot. I forgot what I was
3: I'm going to say. i sorry, saying. I did the Reggie Bush thing. I saw. Yes, the Reggie, yeah, Talk, the Reggie, yeah, the Reggie Bush. We're that was excellent. Talk about Will Fuller.
2: I saw Notre Dame schedule, son. I'm glad you, Will Fuller, you're right. Notre Dame had a rough schedule this year, Jake.
3: They have a rough schedule every year. That's the thing is everybody always talks about it. It's it's kind of to their own detriment. They play a tough schedule. If they end up 11 and one, they deserve to be in the bowl conversation or the the final four. But if they don't, I mean, they could easily have what happened last year. They had one loss and they were going in contention to be into that final four. And they lost two of the last three games because that's not just the schedule is most of those tough teams end up being their last five games.
2: Yeah,
0: I hated the uh, Notre Dame team under Lou Holtz, but I respected that team immensely. Because those were some great games. I mean, when him and like Bowden would lock up and yeah, no versus doubt. Miami, and all, I mean, it was really that was classic college football. Yeah, I just don't.
3: And he would pretty much always win.
2: <laughs> would have been a Notre Dame? He would. Oh, he, hey, would he made everybody, everybody. He fooled Utah Utah everybody Matt. thinking
3: Rick Meyer was a first it's round 12.
2: quarterback. I need Utah Matt in Studio Thirty Four. Nice to NBA. you, Utah Matt. We got a dude that worked with us, Jake, that's a Utah Jazz
3: fan. Those but, exist? but he
2: wasn't like a Stockton Malone guy. That's the wildest thing to me. <laughs> like he was too young to be Stockton Malone, but I'm just – Did just, you
3: see that article, Corey, saying that if LeBron was really thinking for his best case scenario, <laughs> it is Utah? That's why I'm calling Utah Matt upstairs, Jake. <laughs> I would love to see LeBron
2: James in Utah. And that's why, and that is also why I'm calling Utah. He's not going to go to effing
3: Utah. can we change (laughs) (laughs) their I would go buy a LeBron jersey, a LeBron Utah jersey. How have they still not changed their name? That's my question.
2: Because it was the New Orleans Jazz, right? And there's nothing jazz about. Like if you, that's exactly. the least jazziest place. It's exactly, it's the least jazziest place on the face of the earth. Utah. Like you
3: get put in jail no. for playing jazz
2: in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Utah man, Utah jazz fan, resident Good, Utah jazz go. fan. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys? I like that. That's Brooklyn Dodger. That's Jackie Robinson joint.
4: No, it's just a regular jersey.
2: Oh, just a regular jersey. All right. yep. You a Jackie Robinson fan? Of course. Yeah, my sister's an alumni of the Jackie Robinson Foundation. Mm-hmm. They sent her to the University of North Carolina. Really? Yep. <laughs> now she's a referee here in the city. In, uh, oh, in, could in, she in, get me tickets? In the Bronx. <laughs> oh, we, I've been to some tall heel games. It's good. The it's good Jackie time.
0: Robinson Foundation did not come to you? No, 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 no. <laughs> they didn't see They didn't think I was worthy. <laughs> looking
2: at that two point two grade point average I was carrying in high school, with Utah, Matt. Utah, Dude. Matt. Why in the hell do you think LeBron James is going to even consider the Utah Jazz? There's not- no black people in Utah. <laughs> I realize that. Yes, Jeff I mean, he <laughs> He's going. You have Mitchell. That's,
4: that's another one. <laughs>
2: okay, you do have Donovan Mitchell. Besides, the but team, you know what I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like,
4: Besides the team, there are no people of color. Around the Vivid Smart
2: Arena? No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Salt Lake City is not really a hotbed for African Americans. No, it's not. Um, But
4: it's a place that he should go to, but he definitely won't consider.
2: Yeah, because where are you going to send the kids to school at?
4: I
1: couldn't tell you. You I I couldn't tell you.
2: if If he was single and didn't have a family and was like, really wanted to, like, just championship mode, it would still be tough for them to beat Golden State the way they're currently set up. Mm-hmm. But it would make sense if he was a single dude. Let me just go out here and grind and try to win a championship. Mm-hmm. But as a oh. as a man with a family, that's, that's what he's Well, he maybe do? he wants to have other families in Utah. To- <laughs> 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 that's very stereotypical, yet, yet funny. It is you know funny. What I mean? It is It, funny. Is, it funny. Was very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: You're, you were proud of your Utah Jazz this year, huh? Of course. We beat the Warriors in every single one of our matchups this year.
2: I don't want to Doesn't really playoffs, make a difference when it's win the difference. championship
4: again. I mean, if you had probably. LeBron, it definitely changed that story. So and tell me was, now,
2: what is your now? Tell me now, what is how would the team look if you had LeBron James? What do y'all need to do to get LBJ? Besides a miracle,
4: mm, a miracle. I I don't have any. Realist. What would be your
2: starting five?
4: It would be Mitchell, Colbert. Mm, our I'm trying to think. Favors isn't on the team right now, but Favors would have been there. But if okay. we had LeBron, LeBron would fill in that spot, but, and then. Rubio, we still need one more. Mm.
0: The only way LeBron is ending Me. up in Utah is if he gets, like, Mitt Romney money.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man. Jake, where do you think LBJ end up at?
3: Uh, I, keep, I still think it's L.A
2: said yeah. The,
3: it's like, well, look, we go back to it. Like, he brought his kids out there two years ago. He's got two different houses out there. His kids are in school, and, like, I just think L.A. is going to happen. You saw the whole thing with Houston, right? Here, Chris Paul already said he hates the city. So Chris Paul and him are boys. If I, I hardly think if Chris Paul is going to campaign for LeBron to come to Houston and openly admits at the same time that LeBron hates the city, I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, well, doesn't
2: Kawhi want to go to the Lakers as Ka- well? Yeah, Kawhi want to get out of – he want to get away from Greg so, I mean, Popovich put for some him, other reason. You
3: put him and you put LeBron. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work. Like The problem with that is Kawhi needs to be a trade. Yeah. No, and, I know. That, might, I know happen, that, to be that might happen tonight.
2: But, so it's going to be interesting. Utah, Matt. Things have a favor. Mm-hmm. Good luck to the Utah Jazz. You're coming Thank to you. the bowling joint tonight, right? I think I might. What, what team are you on? I'm not on any team. Oh, you're not on the team? No. I
4: thought that's why you was on the bowling if
2: team.
0: If you want no. to put a wig and pumps on, you could be on Corey's team. He's looking for a
4: woman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you like TI Thursday, Utah, Matt?
4: What's TI Thursday? Don't
2: worry about it, son. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Football, Frenzy, FNTS, wide radio. Telephone lines open 844 843 we come back on the other side, get ready to put a bow on it. I want to talk about Chris Thompson and um this kid in Chicago, Anthony Miller.
3: Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field.
2: Final segment, Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. got the best friends forever coming up next. I tried to get Shorty to come on and be on part of our team. I was like, yo, come in the studio. The the YouTube chat room audience will love you. And she was like, no, I'm shy. I'm like, come on, baby, don't be shy. She doesn't want to lose her job. It's not going (laughs) to (laughs) hurt. All right, so let's get ready to um, get it started, right? Hold on. Christopher King said, Yo, Corey, that dude hit the vape about six times before coming on. Nah, I don't I don't think Utah Matt hit the vape, to be honest with you. I do though. Uh, what do we got? Okay, so that's not that's okay, and that's after the show email. All right, we talked Will Fuller. Um, Jake, Anthony Miller, Chicago Bears, rookie wide receiver. I'm intrigued, Jake, because I feel like, you know what? Um, it's an opportunity here. Because Allen Robinson is going to be the go-to guy. We all know that. And then who else did they bring in? Trey Burton. They brought in Trey Burton. We like Trey Burton, that title. Adam Shaheen. Adam Shaheen. Shaheen. They got that stiff Kevin White who's never going to be nothing. Forget about it. We're not going to discuss that. Jake Miller could have an opportunity here. You would know more about his skill set. Could you, like, scout the college players and stuff like that? What do you think about Anthony Miller this year?
3: Uh, The the fact is, is, I was saying, you forgot about Gabriel. That's who they brought in as well. Oh, yeah, Tyler Gabriel. My bad as of right now they're talking about Anthony Miller playing the slot and Gabriel outside well two things about that Miller's the better talent and Gabriel's better equipped to be in the slot so this is one of those things again where you know beat reporters can say what they're seeing and everything i you know this. I'm not going to let anybody's th- th- like reports influence my decision until we start getting to preseason and we actually see these people in games. And then you know maybe change something. Like if we get into the third preseason game and they still have Anthony Miller in the slot, okay. Well now I'll change. I'm going to go on talent. I'm going to go on what I believe because they're not reporting anything that they have hard factual evidence for. So it really comes down to Miller's the better talent. His footwork is. Yeah, I, I when I said it before in in the draft profile is he like mesmerizes. The, there's a clip where it looks like he's floating. Like, it doesn't even look like he's stepping. It looks like he's just kind of like somebody took his body and just moved it across the field. That's how it's going to be tomorrow morning
2: when I come in here.
3: (laughs) 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 But that's how easily he glides around everything. So, I think there is a lot of upside here. If it's not first couple weeks, you know, maybe by week four, it takes him to surpass Tyler Gabriel. But I I think Gabriel's not going to hold him off the entire season. Well, I mean,
0: watching him play at Memphis and how they ran that offense and – the Bears are going to try and spread things out this year as well. Uh, I think he's probably, you know, one of the rookies that should be one, one of the top rookies off the board. You want to put Kirk in there. You want to put the kid from Bama just on talent alone, Ridley. I mean, to me, those are the three that I would probably be my top considerations. If I'm going to draft a rookie, uh, I, think the, I think he has an opportunity here with, with this offense. I love... Like, when I'm looking at fantasy, I'm looking at the coaching staff. Yeah. Are they offensively minded? Who's the head coach? Who's the OC? And I, I think this is a situation where we're going to see – maybe not the Bears aren't going to be that great of a team,
2: but this should be a fantasy-friendly team. I think so, too. At least that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're banking on this upcoming season. Matt, what do you think about Chris Thompson this year? was playing well last year until he had that nasty leg break injury. Uh, Comes back, ready to rock and roll this season. No more Kirk Cousins for the check down to him. But Alex Smith can throw a check down just as yeah. good as anybody Come in the on. NFL.
0: Alex Smith was throwing, throwing check downs long before Kirk Cousins. Ever did. <laughs> <laughs> and as long as he's fully healthy and stuff, I don't see why you, you wouldn't like him. He's probably, you know, right inside that top 30 for me. And, I, you know, as a PPR back in these leagues, he's the guy you want. Uh, You know. It, it It's unfortunate, the injury and stuff, but I think he's in a, another ideal situation. Chris Thompson or Tevin Coleman? Uh, I'll, I'll go Chris Thompson right.
2: Jake,
3: Chris Thompson or Tevin Coleman? Tevin Coleman. All right. Just splitting hands on that one. Why? Well, uh, just because ha- like I see more consistent. And then the, we talked about it yesterday. If Devontae Freeman goes down, Tevin Coleman's taking over. Derek Geis goes down, Chris Thompson's not taking over. No, gonna he's going to be. Staying, yeah, he is, yeah. He's going to stay in what he is. So that's, that's really where it comes down to. By the way, Eighth round. I'm going to draft right now. Carry on, Johnson. Uh, I'll, if you're going to let me have him in they, PPR in the eighth round, I'm going to take Carry on Johnson. Nick
2: is buying in. I told him. I told him two months ago. Now he's buying in. Then you know what I'm saying. No, I told you. I just. It's
3: a, I don't have to like the person <laughs> if the value is there. Although Corey, you'll love the pick right after me in the middle of the eighth round. Ooh. Jaguars defense.
0: Oh God. Oh my. god. I'm telling you. In that auction we did, I mean, it, it was a test league. It's going to play out or something. But the Jaguars defense went for like eight dollars.
2: Uh, that's crazy. Wow. $8 for a defense in an the auction. A, uh, oh, Pierre Garçon, Matt. Pierre Garçon. Look, uh, for me right now, I
0: don't want him as my number two. I know he could fit right in there. I want him as my number three. If, he, if I, we look at the other night's draft and you look at that board, I mean, Garçon and Watkins both should have went ahead of uh, Will Fuller. That, to me, that was not even a conversation. And I, I'll take Garçon right now, which I know – I, I know what to expect, or at least what should be entering the season. Sammy Watkins is still an unknown in Kansas City, but I'm getting
2: pretty frisky here now. Now that's not what. I, not that I need to drink anymore. That's the follow up. You're on the you're on the clock looking for a wide receiver three. Watkins or Garcon.
0: It's it's gonna come down to roster construction. I am, like I said, Garcon is the known quantity. Uh, pretty much known what he should do there. But I, I'm looking forward to reading an article. I uh, think uh, Grant Barfield just tweeted it out, and how Watkins is loving his decision in Kansas City. Now you're putting a lot of hope on the arm of Pat Mahomes, and I just don't know what Watkins' role is going to be. I know it's going to be a better role than it was in Los Angeles. So I would take Garcon, but like I said, for the known. But I, I think Watkins has a chance to be that breakout player.
3: Same two players, Jake Watkins. And there's a report earlier today, again, this they're all speculating, but I'm also going off the talent situation here, too, is they're saying that he's been moved around the field. They're not just limiting like they were with the Rams. They're not using him mainly in the one spot, only on the one side of the field, like the Rams were. And they're getting them involved all over the place and not out of the slot. So it's just it's what you want to see. I, you know, I've been saying this the entire time is I'm not even the biggest Sammy Watkins supporter. But again, we're going into a situation where Pat Mahomes doesn't have a tie to either one of them. We don't have Alex Smith there anymore we don't have any type of history with the quarterback play and those type of guys there so Mahomes could come in and have the best rapport with Watkins and not Tyreek Hill he might even have the best rapport with Watkins and not even Kelsey it might be Watkins first for him we have to see how this plays out so I'll take Watkins and yet I like what I tweeted back to Sean when he asked us on Twitter is I've been yelling at people since February that if you love Jimmy Garoppolo so much you should be giving Pierre Garçon some respect because Pierre Garçon, people forget, Robert Griffin helped him be a wide receiver, too, with the insane amount of targets that he saw. Not that he's getting back to that level, but Tom he's Shanahan always been yes, a, a target reception monster. So for PPR, Matt's right. He is safer, but I'll still take Watkins both times for the higher ceiling.
2: 844 telephone number to get involved. You got questions, and uh, we're here to, to, to answer them. Oh. Yeah, I just think that this is... I,
0: I'm. I'm, I'm just, I think this is the year that Sammy does produce. You got the Andy Reid offense. Yeah, and out to and, Sammy.
2: I hey, listen. I hope he does too. They, I'm getting involved. What up? Jeff? They
0: go right next to each other. Just, I'm sorry to cut you off. Sammy problem? Watkins has a 65 ADP in the draft champions, and Crabtree has a 67. All right, cool. So that's what's up. They right there. Where's Garcon? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what I say Crabtree Garcon. Actually, Garcon is actually 74. Crabtree sixty seven, yeah. coming out i I'll take our song of right. yeah, our songs from about,
2: tree. You know No, this this that seems that seems fair. We have like this company, like the executive branch, the people up top. We have like a three people as like a silent partner, like a dude that come around every now and then. You don't really say nothing. You know what I mean? You see him around. That's now why and he's and silent. Then. Yeah, he's out there with Lou now, right? And son don't he don't even say hi to nobody or nothing like that. You know what I mean? I don't know how I feel about that.
3: Like, if we have that's what a silent partner is supposed to be? But yeah. say hi
2: to the people that work with you for Christ's sake. You know no, what I mean? I would, I would just be concerned as long as you know. You no, then that it. would be a talkative partner. So, yeah. I just, if I, if somebody say hi to you, shouldn't the proper thing to be do is say hi back? Yeah, that's always the proper thing. Oh, but yeah. So many people don't do it. I, yeah, you know, it's I'll say
0: to people, you know, I walk in here, I walk in these buildings, say hi to everybody. Yeah, people won't say hi back sometimes,
2: and it's like okay, but you yeah. always don't ever speak. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm like, Corey, sorry. you see what the number one selling jersey is? What Barkley. Yep. In the league, too. That's not just like amongst rookies in the league.
3: No, that's period. Overall, in front of Carson Wentz, Von Miller, surprisingly, and Tom Brady.
2: And Von Miller, that is interesting. Why is Von Miller in that group? They have oh. a strong fan base of Democrats. I would have thought like Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown would be. So, you know, tonight is the big, big bowling tournament tonight, right? And it's got this. No, that- we have my, 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 my crew, Team uh, Corey. I, I hope that's like a, a size too small. Even Corey he's that'll he, look good. You <laughs> don't understand who this, this jersey came from. See my the Corey Parson team has the jerseys.
3: Actual jerseys. No, oh, but they they don't say you know what I'm saying. I was gonna break those out until I realized
2: that, you know, Lou is on our team, right? So, oh, so that's why you have jerseys. <laughs> that explains it. Luke, brought, Luke, Luke got jerseys for us, you know what I'm saying? So we're gonna be styling and profiling. I'll be
0: wearing a redneck jersey. If we can find <laughs> yeah, another, if
2: we style. can find another, um, if we can find another, another partner, we'll be styling and profiling tonight. My team will. So it'll <laughs> be good. We Too bad jerseys. you imagine have, like the game show mic and you could have walked into the restaurant and, and find somebody? Because the girl, the, you know, the little cutie right there, I said, come bowl with us. And she, she was like. You know, I told her to come in here on the radio, and she was like, she was scared and she was shy. Maybe we should send Sussman up to do the roving reporter. We used to do that. That that was Sussman is a good oh, roving, roving reporter. He's an Excellent good. roving reporter. He does why, why that job love... very well. <laughs> uh, what do you think of making
0: my first appearance on the Best Friends Forever today?
2: Oh, you are. You gonna be on the BFF today? I'm uh, gonna be doing an hour. Somebody, today sit and up, and somebody sitting out? Uh, Frank C. Standful. Uh, Frank is out. Replacement. All right, so they are you gonna and are you going to join the do do Because you know what? Greg and Frank Greg Greg and Frank are very much into do 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 do. Florio is not a do do dude guy. You notice that, right? Are you gonna be dude are you going said the wrong word for shiz and giggles? probably. Yes, thank you, man. Take place and be a part of do 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 do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, Lou's got the shirt out there. He's showing everybody we're ready to rock and roll. I guess Lou really
0: did want to bowl today. He's <laughs> not playing. Well, he, he,
2: somebody got to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I wonder if Michelle's home uh,
2: Getting selling ready? us some jerseys. Nah, stuff. you know what, Mich- <laughs> Michelle? <laughs> Michelle <laughs> is on that rooftop. Why are they playing music? They're playing the two, three, Oh, two. the doo two, 2 2 joint. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I got to sign off YouTube. Sorry, Boons. Best friends forever coming up next, though. And then you'll get to do, do, do live. All right, YouTube. It's highlight.
3: Semi-Charmed Life. Just call it Semi-Charmed Life. There you go. That's the it. name
2: of the joint, Semi-Charmed Life? I never knew the name of it. I never knew the name. Everybody's on the do, do, do part. Yeah. That part. I didn't know that either. They talk about doing drugs, which... The BFFs are not are a drug-free crew. Yes, they are. They are a drug-free environment. The Fantasy frenzy, is yes, not so all. much. <laughs> a couple of us better fail some drugs. So we got this cool-ass <laughs> shirt right here. We're going bowling in tonight. Mine say "Coach" on it. See? Let me show y'all right here. Ron says, "Coach, oh wait, well, you no, know, they took us off of YouTube. I'm showing this to nobody now." <laughs> you showed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> TV. Oh, on. Yeah,
0: you're on TV. on <laughs> TV? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. All right. Well,
2: I don't get the instant gratification from that. All right. So, <laughs> looking forward to the bowling tonight. Um, we used to go bowling. Um, we had this lady. She used to go to church with us. Her name was Miss King. She had real big brownstone. She's a rich lady. We didn't know she was rich, but she's a rich lady. And then, like, her son um, had got into a situation with the police, and then it was wild. Uh, but her name was Miss King. And what she would do is she would take us bowling on Saturday mornings, like butt crack early Saturday mornings. We would get up, like, oh my God, I don't wanna go. And she, she, we'd like for two or three years, me and my sister, we'd get up Saturday morning. She'd come pick us up, and we'd go down to the bowling alley in the Port Authority. And we just be bowling, and that's where I learned how to bowl. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Miss King for that. I don't think she lives in the city no more. I think she moved. Matter of fact, that brownstone is still there, and I don't never see her out there no the more. So I'm certain that she moved. And then, you know, my sister got real good at it, and me, did, we won trophies and all of that. You know what I'm saying? For for bowling. So you are kind of talking your game up tonight. Oh well, not a little bit. That, but then I took, a, then I had a long stretch of not bowling. <laughs> then my bowling went to like Friday night bowling. You know what I'm saying? And that's more or less drinking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You yeah. she story. The yeah. bowling years. The bowling years, yes. When I was bowling as a youth, a youth <laughs> bowler, and then, then me and Hatch, we would go bowling on Friday night. So I, I
0: wouldn't picture Hatch
2: a Oh, no. Hatch is an excellent bowler. I would just wouldn't picture it. He was an excellent bowler, like a two-something bowler, right? But, but, but we, we don't. Be bowling like that no more, cause we be drinking and doing other stuff. You but know see, what I'm saying? That's like, I wish I did go bowling more. It's the perfect thing to drink and bowl. It's not like, that Miller Lite, though. Not that nasty. Oh, I love light, Miller Matt. Light. I love it. Jake, you don't drink, but if you did, you would not drink Miller Lite. I'm a Coors Light guy. Oh, Coors Light? That's that's worse. You think so? You know what is crazy though? The Coors and the Tan can, like the original, not, the, the nice, banquet beer. The banquet beer? Have you hit? It's been many mornings I've came in here with a throbbing <laughs> headache off that banquet beer. Many mornings. Not none recently, though. Corey, where can at. I watch or listen to the full show? Or you're going to the FNTSY app, and then you can have it right here on YouTube. What's up, Jake? You are, well, how's your bowling game? Oh, you said you should have brought you up for the bowling joint. Oh, for yeah, where do you, where do you that. go bowling at? Where? I'm, I've probably been there before. The
3: one over by Lynn Haven Mall? The AMF?
2: Oh, I, I know where that's at, but I don't think I've ever bowled there. Do they have bowling inside that, um, I do, not Jaspers. What's the name of the joint, Jake? You know, it's, it's like, they got one everywhere. Not Jillian's, not Jaspers. People go hang out. They got one right here in Times Square. Why can't I think of the name of the place right now? Get oh, the Mike cards. And, I know you Dave, Dave and Busters, yeah. Do they have Bowling and Dave and Busters? Or they? Oh, no. No, no that's they don't. that's
3: video game stuff. That's arcade yeah. stuff. Okay. You're
2: kind of
0: lost with Jillian and Jasper, but
2: yeah. that,
3: that's in <laughs> DC. Well, in no, tickets, Jillian's is D.C. the one that Jillian's used to be here at Waterside.
2: Oh, really? And there was Bowling yeah.
3: at that joint? I don't know if there I don't think there was, but okay. that was that was that was David Busters before Dave and Busters was even around.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's that's, that's that, they used to have one in um and um and over there by Maryland. I can't forget. My memory is going to trash, and I think I know why. Um, and I can't remember nothing today.
3: Maybe you enhance your memory. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I'm looking forward to bowling tonight because I haven't bowled, bowled competitively in a while. Normally what we'll do is, you know, if the key, we take the kids out there, and then I'll, you know, pay for the kids, whatever, and then I'll go someplace and sit down and watch them or help Kennedy whatever. But tonight we get to get out there with my shirt on and my and my teammates and, um, and Matt, we're, we're going to take you down, Matt. We're going to win this I don't thing. think it's going to happen. You don't think so, huh? Well, who's on your, who's on your team, Lou? Yeah, we got me, Lou. So, the,
0: you know, it might be manufactured in a way that you do win. You, think, <laughs> so, you don't think Lou got the fix in, do you? I don't know. Maybe a couple of – maybe somebody takes a fall, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's wrist, you know.
2: It's sundress season. My in shoulder, the c- you know. Ugh. Sundress season in the city. Jake, is it sundress season out there?
3: It's like that since like, basically May. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. well, I would think it's May, through, May
2: through like October. Man. How is it? How's, it? how's it looking out there, Jake? Any Any good
3: news? No, it's fine. Actually, to Matt's point, I was in a, where, where was I? It was Chipotle or something. Some girls walked in in bikinis like they were coming off the beach. But nice. it was one that was like 10 minutes away from the beach. Like, I don't know what they're doing. I'm fine with it, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm fine with it, though.
2: Thanks for rocking with us today. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, Everybody be good to go. Tomorrow we're getting some more breakdowns to take away from this FSTA draft and look at some more potential breakouts for 2018. So we want to thank everybody on the fourth floor. Thanks to homeboy Rocco. Thanks for um Utah, Matt. Matt, it's not going to happen. You can forget about that, son. Um, <laughs> NBA draft tonight, so y'all have fun with that. Put it all in. KJ, City for Wall Street, Matt Madika. TI Thursday, Frenzy. We out.